This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports. And it's Fan Friday. We love Fan Friday, Ray. Doc, let me tell you about not only Fan Friday. All right, let me just share some with some with some people out there in the world today. <laughs> you imagine what time it is. Right now I'm East Coast, so it's Almost, it's 10 minutes to five. Doc, do you know what I used to do in high school on a Friday evening, two hours before kickoff? No. Seven? What, what, did, what were you doing? <laughs> Doc, I used to eat a bowl of mangoes and a bowl of pecans. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, before every game. And I used to just be sitting there like, man, this is a beautiful Friday. And these boys don't know. I'm so hungry. And I don't got no money for no food. So, so, so all in. <laughs> they, they had no idea you were about to eat them up. They had no idea, man. I was starving on the field, man. <laughs> I don't want no Gatorade. Just give me water. I don't want to change the flavor in my mouth. <laughs> I want everything. <laughs> That's truly all in. Oh, Doc, I'm telling you, I was all in, man. But it makes me think about Fridays, man. Like, you know, now you know, kind of where, where I'm sitting now on Friday. And uh, and it's interesting. I, I kind of brought that up because, you know, um, some of the questions, you know, that we have this week, right, I'll let you start off with the first one. I think people kind of understand why I kind of started it that way because we're going to answer a couple of questions today. That's kind of about that. Right, know. definitely, definitely. So we got a, a question from Brad who uh, he, he's a sports psychologist, works with guys, uh, the athletes down in Mexico. And he asked this question. I thought it was fantastic. He said, what would you tell a player who doesn't believe in a coach or the coach's philosophy? Because we obviously see that. There are going to be times when players and coaches butt heads and they don't buy into what the coach is doing. And maybe sometimes it's justifiable. Maybe sometimes it's absolutely not justifiable. That's why this is, I, I feel like this is a great question. Oh, my gosh. But listen to this. Listen to this. I can tell you a handful of my coaches 
I never saw eye to eye with them. Like their their philosophy, it was just I was I, my brain was going crazy. But I can tell you something that happened, and I and this was younger um, that I didn't believe in a person's philosophy, Doc. And you know what I did, honestly, to piss him off? What? I, beca- I became better every day. Mm. I didn't do the opposite, you know, like, so I, it's cause I, I saw this other side of it, Doc. Like, there was guys that, you know, this one coach, he would rub a lot of us wrong. And there would be a, a bunch of guys just, and you know, when you rub somebody wrong, right? Your attitude is messed up. Yep. You ain't gonna practice hard. You're gonna just, you know, just mess around. But I did the opposite. I was like, if that's the way you feel, then guess what? You got to deal with me getting better every day, like every day. And 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 I never forget it, man. You know, like when you think about it, because yeah, so, let me help. Let me just help Brad out for for this simple reason, right? You have to understand. Sometimes a coach's philosophy isn't about you personally. Mm. It's not. It, it has nothing to do with you. And if you get caught up in their philosophy, then you're going to lose the passion for what you're doing. I love that. I and, love and, that. And, 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 and that's the challenge, man. Look, I, I, I watch guys come in and out of that revolving door in Baltimore for 17 years, Doc. And one of the and one of the biggest reasons why a majority of them didn't make it, Doc, is because they did not agree with the philosophy. Mm. Mm. And a lot of times, neither did I, <laughs> right? But I was like, okay, guess what? You're gonna, he's gonna put us in a bad coverage. It's gonna be terrible. I, it, whatever it's gonna be, but guess what? We can make it right. And that's when, and that's when I started to take ownership in not just playing the play, but actually coaching the play before you play the play, mm. right? Mm. And so. And so what do I mean by coaching the play? That's when I sat down. I never forget. I sat down and I said, teach me the entire defense. I don't want to know what just my job is. I want to know what everybody's job is. I want to know why you call the defenses. Give me the situations why you put us in the defense. Because once you take ownership, Doc, then you change philosophy just simply by your knowledge. I want to I, yeah. I, I want to kind of just jump through my skin with this. I feel like truth is truth no matter what subject area, no matter what place in life. Truth is truth. And when you talked about the coach's philosophy isn't about you personally. I remember sitting in a psychology class with a teacher who I thought was one of the worst possible teachers on planet Earth. I, I disagreed with her methods, with the way she came at everyone. But I said to myself, I want this subject so badly and I'm so hungry, like you described earlier. I'm so hungry to, for this knowledge. I don't care what she's coming at me with. It doesn't, doesn't matter to me. It matters that I know the subject. And so for you to say that right there, like you, you wanted to coach the play. You wanted to understand it. And this is where greatness lies. This is what we talked about earlier in the week on mastery. If you really want to be great, you don't look at something and say, look, oh, there's an obstacle. I'm done. You look at it and say, there's an obstacle. Now let me know everything about that obstacle. And that obstacle will never see anything like me coming at it. Everything, Doc. Every freaking thing. Let me tell you, 
Brad, listen, everybody out there, you're going to work and you don't agree with the owner. You're going to work and you don't agree with a coworker. You're going to, to work and you're going to practice and you don't agree with a teammate. Whatever it is, stop disagreeing with them and worry about agreeing with what you're there to master. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> because that's where, that's where your, that's where your, your energy should be spent anyway. Doc, I, I, doc, I, I tell people this all the time, right? I can get along. I can work with anybody, Doc, because at the end of the day, what they're doing has nothing to do with what I'm doing, right? Even if we're tied together, even so. So think about this from a team perspective, right? So we go into a meeting, right? Some guys walk in late. Some guys walk in, don't know what their jobs is. Some And, and as a team aspect, that affects everybody. So guess what you do as a leader? You figure out not their strength. But figure out their weakness. Mm. And mm. when you figure out their weakness, share with them a weakness that you have so that they don't think you're just teaching them. But they show you. But you show them that we're learning together. Uh, I, you listen. Oh. This is this is beyond exciting for me because this is the message. Look, I think a lot of times in life, people don't get to see the impact of their message. But what you're talking about right now is something that I will repeat in the prison this next this week. And let me tell you something about that. When you just said the line, stop worrying about disagreeing with the person and agree with what you're there to master. This is what we're talking about. It doesn't matter who around you is acting anyway. What matters is that you master yourself. Gurus, they can master their subjects. Masters are in control and master themselves. And, and, and that's really what it's about. Coming back to what can I control? Control the controllables. Listen, Ray, I'm telling you the words you just said right there. That's, that's going to be a mantra in the prison this week because this is the essence of what these guys are trying to do. Realize that they can't control how other people are coming at them. They can only control themselves. And this applies in the prison. It applies everywhere. I apply it to that because you know I'm in there all the time. But it yeah. applies to everybody. Yeah, it, it it applies to everybody, man. You you think of it, and you know we speak about it a lot, right? Everything is judged, everything is questioned, everything is looked at, you know, from whatever perspective people want to take it. But you know, I, I I think people never realize at the end of the day, when you go home, the only thing that will really matter. Is did you get better that day? Mm. And, and 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 that's what I'm saying. This ain't about sports. We're talking about life, yep. right? I, I tell people don't don't casually walk through life because if you do, you'll get a bunch of leeches just holding on, waiting for you to make that one mistake, right? And so when you when you when you chase mastery, the one thing you get away from is self-expectations from other people, mm. from from coaches, false expectations, right, of telling me to do something that he know ain't realistic, right? And so I would take that and I would master it to a point to where we would have an intellectual conversation to where we would sit down and I would say, coach, why would I take that route if I know what they're doing and I can go make the play? Well, if you can make the play, then I said, but that's the difference. 
The difference is you supposed to give you supposed to give me the knowledge and then let me go apply it to what makes me better. Right. That's the goal here. Right. Because ultimately, if I'm better, the team is better. And that's why, Doc, everybody else's mistakes don't matter to me. My one mistake in, in practice, I'll give you an example. I'll give you a good example. So we played one of the best games I think we probably ever played um, early 2000s, man. We we ran into the Denver Broncos in the first round of the playoffs, and we played this game, and Mike Anderson was the running back, and they was talking about this Denver rushing and everything, bro. And I was so dialed in, but I was so dialed in on getting everybody else dialed in. Hmm. And we played them, and i never forget when the game is over. Jack Dario, he came up to me, and he said, I've never saw one person Keep everybody engaged the entire game. He said, so he sat all the linebackers down, right? And he said, I want to show you guys something. This is the first time I've ever graded a player. And I did not find one mistake. Hmm. He said, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back and give him a half of point off because I'm going to say he took that false step. I'm going to tell you step too quick to go make this play on Mike Anderson. But you know what he taught me? You know what he taught me? Hmm. That the great, the great ones, the great ones master what they're doing. So when people are paying attention to me, they're mastering that I'm a master in what I'm doing. So when we stepped in to play Denver, my team, my defense was playing off what they seen, not what they heard, not a philosophy. Right. Not a coach. They was playing because their leader said, I'm going to do everything right. And you have no other choice but to follow me. <laughs> I love it. And this is like the mantra. This is the mantra of you, which is I was dialed in on getting everyone dialed in. And that is what you do. You get me dialed in. I'm still workouts. Your words echo in my head every day. Listen, I know we're up against a break. I appreciate this question, Brad, because I, I really believe this is the key. The only thing that matters is that you get better at the end of every day, just like Ray, yes. Ray said. That That's what matters. Look, the, the, the great question, Brad. We appreciate it. We'll be right back after this. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. The Tackling Life Podcast is now taking your calls. If you have questions or comments for us, just call 646-762-4432 and leave us a message. We might play it on the show. That's 646-762-4432. You can also message us through our website, tacklinglifepodcast.com. There you'll find links to all of our social media, information about our guests, ways to subscribe to the podcast, and much more. That's tacklinglifepodcast.com. All right, we're back. It's Fan Friday. 
you know, a few, just a few years ago, maybe just a couple more than a few, you were eating mangoes and, and, and pecans on a Friday night getting ready to play. <laughs> <laughs> right about this time. I don't share those secrets often, dog. I, I don't tell. Because, you know, because, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, people think, you know, that realistically, like you have everything figured out in life right and if you play sports everything is given to you and you know you're always you know the favorite ones and this and that but doc man i you know i found myself now at 42 years old man i found myself now appreciating me not complaining about the things that i didn't have Mm. you know like um i think those fridays man and that's why i i think i rejoice not just on Fridays, I rejoice every day. You know, um, I always wanted my mom, you know, to come to my games, but she could never make it. You know, she never made it. And I used to always say, you know, one day, one day, you know, I'm going to make her proud, you know, and this kind of transitions, you know, you know, kind of into our next question, right? Like, like what is your advice, right? To not only handle, a player who's in the coach's down a doghouse, you know, but how do you deal with that? Right. Right. And, 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 and so I took, I took the opportunity of every time I went home, every time I stepped on a practice field, every time that I walk in life right now, there is something doc. And I can remember this like it was yesterday since 10th grade, I can promise you I have I know for a fact I have learned something new every day mm-hmm. okay. about myself. Yes. You know, and so yes. when you talk about players in the doghouse, I was in many coaches' doghouse. Like <laughs> I'm just I'm dog, I'm just telling you the truth. <laughs> One of the biggest doghouses I was in was 10th grade, coached by the name um Ernest Joe. My 11, my 10th grade year going into my 11th grade year. And we just had on shoulder pads, right, Doc? And we had on shoulder pads and shorts. <laughs> and so he kept saying, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, we're not tackling. We're just, you know, thudding up, which is grabbing, wrapping up real good physical tackle. But, Doc, I didn't have a one speed. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. And I kept running up and I'm smashing these running backs. I'm just smashing them. <laughs> and he's, he calls me, he said, get over here. Get your butt over here. I told you not to do this. And he put me in a doghouse for about three, four, five days. Oh, he let man. me back out. He let me back out. I do the same thing all over again. <laughs> but the point was, I think. He start he he started to, and I think this is what makes good co- great good coaches become great coaches, is because he started to really see where my strengths and weaknesses really was. It wasn't that I didn't know how to slow down; it was the proper technique that I needed to learn when I got to engage in a hit, right? Because because when I was hitting Doc, 
I was just going to hit people because I was broke, because I was hungry, because I'm going back home to nothing and I have nothing else but to give you everything I got. So that's how I was tackling. Right. But then when he started teaching me form tackling, keeping your head up, dropping your butt, exploding from your hips, then I started to understand it. And that's what I think a lot of times, you know, we be in these coaches doghouses because coach coaches want us to do it a certain way. But I challenge any player to get the coach to see it the same way you see it. Yeah. yeah. And I, and, and I think it comes to this, which again, I, I got, I have to say this. You know, someone asked me the, the other day about, uh, they said, man, you, you always get excited. It seems like you get excited every podcast about something Ray said. And I said, because as a counselor in life, I realize I've learned this really well. There are light bulb moments for people when people hear something and it shifts them forever. And so for me, it's been kind of fun for the last 20 years because I've seen it so much that I recognize those moments so frequently. I realize that the words you just spoke could be that light bulb moment for somebody out there, probably lots of people out there that could shift them and change it. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm really excited about life. And I'm excited about what you and I talk about every time, because there is that one thing and, it, and, and really it's multiple things that when someone hears it, it changes it. For instance, I have nothing else. To, I have nothing else but to give everything I got for, mm-hmm. for, for you to say that. That made you the greatest. That's, mm-hmm. that's the epitome of the statement for me. That, that's yeah. it. So to, uh, to a player who's in a doghouse, uh, look, uh, my good friend Penny Samaya had him come in and speak in the prison with me recently. And he told the fellas, he said, listen, guys, you need to control the controllables. And I like <laughs> the way he phrased that. And, and when yeah. you're in a doghouse, control the controllables. What can you control? Work on that. That's what you yep. need to work on. That's what you yes. need to amplify. So yeah. So- you know what? That's that's so true. Um, one of the um, the uh, the other night I was at a cigar bar that I go here um, at my place where I live, and this guy walked up to me. And he was a cop, and he walked up to me, and you know he got kind of like teary eyed, right? And I'm like, okay. And he walked up, and he was like, Nah, man. He was like, Listen to me. He was like, Everything that you say. On, on these videos, he said, man, I was about to give up. He said, Ray, I was on my way to checking out. He was like, man, I'm being falsely accused of some stuff at work, man. And they just treated me so bad. But he said, I put I pulled up some of your videos and I started listening to your podcast and listening to the things that you're saying, man. And you know what? I got all of my cops here now paying attention to this, man. Mm-hmm. He said, because, you know, it's, we let so many people get to us, you know, so many people. It's exactly like, it's like what you're talking about, right? It's the controllable things. Yeah. It's the things that you can control. Doc, we, we try to please people so much that we lose who we are ourselves. Right. You know, and that's the key. The key is if you always, always remain true to yourself, you're not here to get everybody to like you or get everybody to work with you, Doc. You're not. You're not, but you will get people to follow you if you stand on something, right? And you believe in it and you chase it. And that's when I told that cop. I said, listen, man, I know what you go through because a bunch of my friends are cops. So I know what you go through. And that's why I bring those guys over to the house all the time and sit back with a cigar and just detox and just relax yep. because I know what you guys are dealing with every day. But if you put 
something else in front of you on an everyday basis to change your thought process, to not make it about people, Doc, you'll see the world totally different. Listen, yeah. I, I, I was talking, let me flip it from the cops to the to a guy on the inside. I was talking to an inmate yesterday and this guy kept blaming his ex for why he was in the position he was in and he was giving all his power to her. It's because of her, it's because of her. And I said, listen, as long as you believe your life's power resides in her, you'll never make a change. But if you wow. can realize it's not in her, it doesn't, I, I get, I get that she she causes you pain. I get that she acts in a certain way, but at the mm. end of the day, the only person you can control is you. And until you mm-hmm. change that, nothing's going to change. So mm. this is kind of that same advice you're giving that guy. Like at the end of the day, you can't look out to the world. You have to look within and say, I can control what I can control. My thoughts, yeah. my actions. That's yeah. what I can control. That's good, Doc. That's good. I ain't going to follow that up because that's, Cause it is, it's so true, man. Like I'm telling you, man, sometimes you, 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 you know, you know me, but it's sometimes the way you put things, man. It's like, look, control the controllables, man. You know, like we, we got, <laughs> we got all of these different vices now, right? Where people can tell you if they like what you say or don't like what you say, like a picture and don't like a picture. <laughs> then the hell with liking a picture. Nah, it don't matter. I don't, <laughs> post, I, don't post, I don't post nothing for nobody to like it. <laughs> I post it so somebody can grab inspiration from it. You understand? Yes, yes. And so, man, that's that. That's kind of you know what this whole thing is about. Hey, let's transition to Lisa. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa. had a so, good yeah, question. Le- I like. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa A. She asked a question here. I, I really like this. She said, "What's the balance between teaching young athletes to go all in after their dreams, but at the same time recognize that very few people make it in professional sports, and even of those who do, fewer still ever really make it a true career or an entire career out of it? And wow, like that's just a great question right there because that there are very few of you, Ray. That's that there in every sport, in, in every generation. There are very few of you. There are very few people that even can make a career out of this. So this is a great question because we talk all the time. You use the phrase. I teach people this phrase that you – I say, listen, this is one of the greatest phrases I've ever heard is the one that you said one day when you were riding a bike and you said, I'm all in. So I love that phrase, all in. But how do people balance? This is a great question. Let's go to you first. How do you balance being all in after your dream but at the same time recognize – that you it, it may not be a, a sure thing to play professional sports. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you I don't know if you put that hesitation in your mind though. Um when let me let me answer it like this. I never I never saw myself playing in the league when I was in Pop Warner. You know? Okay. I I, I couldn't see that far. Um, I, I couldn't even see me playing in college, you know, cause that, that's, let me tell you why it just, it was not, it wasn't that big of a thing in, in my, in my neighborhoods growing up, you know, okay. there was not a bunch of guys leaving my, 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 my town and going to play college at big schools and stuff. Right. So it wasn't that, but I, I tell you what it was though. Um, it was that. When the opportunity knocked, I I I was so prepared, Doc, because of the challenge. 
Um, that's what I think I want to say from this is it's it's not really the expectation of if you're going to make it or if you're not. I think is it's what you do with the actual challenge um, that that really molds you to become the person that is. Because ultimately, if it doesn't, right, then it doesn't. Right. But but if you challenge, if you take the challenge, um, I give you the best example ever. You know, of course, I'm a father of four sons, four kings, two queens. But and one of my sons, I told my son this. I said the other day, I said, baby boy, you will always be at a disadvantage of me. And he was like, dad, why you say that? I say, because Junior, there is no way you can be as hungry as I was. Mm. Junior, I was broke. I was starving, man. I didn't, we didn't, there was no option. I didn't have cell phones in my hands. I didn't have a a cooked meal on the table every day. I didn't have three or four meals. I didn't have four, five, six, seven pair of shoes. No, man. And that's the realistic side of what I want to say to Lisa, right? Sooner or later, when you get old enough, I think you then make that decision. You know, you start getting into your senior, your junior, senior year, you will know if you're good enough to get into college by then, right? And then that's when you start making those decisions. But if you're talking about from 10 to 16, 17, man, take every challenge it is. And don't let nobody tell you what's not possible because that's the things that become so beautiful is the things that people say can't happen. I was the one thing that said it cannot happen. This kid cannot make it from Lakeland and go all the way to the top. He can't do it. It's it's humanly impossible. And I said, guess what? Now you got to watch me. But I didn't know it was that real. Yeah. Listen, I I had a psychology (coughs) advisor tell me I should pick something else besides psychology because I will never go anywhere in psychology and I will never do anything in it. (laughs) So (laughs) I really like to know those people that like their mindset, you know, those aren't people that think the way you and I think that would walk around and tell people what they can't do. But uh, I'm laughing now. And, and, And look, there. And I also have to agree with this too, because I actually just got off the phone. I can't say who because it was a, uh, it, it was kind of a, a confidentiality thing, but it was a, a, a high profile celebrity just a, like a few hours ago. And he was telling me, he said, there's, he's the same thing that you just said about his, his son. He said, I've given him everything. And so now I don't know how to make him hungry because he's, I've given him everything. And, and I said, that's the challenge, right? It, we have to find that fire within. So I agree with that. Yeah. So, l- so let me come back to this. And this is what you, you talked about with the obstacles and no surprise here. We're on the exact same page. And I want to say this to Lisa. I say this to the, my guys in the prison every single time I'm in there. We master what we practice. So every mm-hmm. single day you have an opportunity to practice whatever it is that you're seeking in life. Whether or not you want to seek patience, if you want peace, whatever you want, you have opportunities to practice it. And we master what we practice. So if you can be fully present every moment for whatever it is that you're going through, then you're mastering what you practice. That's really where for me, that's where it is. It doesn't matter about what's going to happen in the long term. It matters that you're per- you're purposefully and intentionally focused in the present moment. Yeah, and you, and you know what? And 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 let me help Lisa out. So I know we're going a lot of places, but let me help her out, Lisa. I didn't know that if I was going to make it or not, all the way up until my senior year in high school. I got a I got an offer from a college that I turned down the offer 
And then four days later, because of an injury to someone else, I got a phone call to get the last scholarship at the University of Miami. You see, so I don't want to create this false expectation saying, hey, I'm guaranteed to make it to the league. And, you know, because that's that one percent. That's that one percent. But I will tell you this. And Lisa, this is to anybody who inspires to do it. Make sure when the opportunity presents itself that you're ready. Yeah, that's because that doc from high school, sophomore year person get hurt in front of me. I take his job. College, somebody get hurt in front of me. I take his job. Something in the pros, somebody get cut. I take his job. Doc, nobody ever picked me. See, this is what I'm, I'm sharing with Lisa and everybody out there. Nobody never picked me as that guy. Nobody saw in a pile of guys and just said, hey, give me him. I'm taking him right now. Right? Nah, it wasn't that. And that's what always kept my edge. Yeah. That I always said to myself, if I ever get the chance, if I ever get the chance, if I ever get the chance, if I ever get the chance. And every time I kept getting that chance, Doc, every time. And you NFL, owned it every time. Oh, every I time owned you it. Got oh, it doc, you owned it. Because doc, you were not ready. Not only did I own it. Let me tell you, Lord, let me tell y'all something out there. When I tell you, my swagger started to change. Because <laughs> I, I started to realize, dog, that nobody else determines what I'm owning. Yeah. Oh, man. it's Oh, my gosh, doc. I want to give somebody this because they deserve it. Lisa, they deserve it. Maybe what you're chasing isn't a realistic thing, but it does not stop you from strengthening who you are with your identity. Your identity will dictate how far you go in life. That's a bottom line fact. This, this is why I, this is why I use the phrase, we master what we practice. Because if you, ma if you master hard work, if you practice hard work, you can, that's a transferable skill right there. So you can take hard work, you can take drive, you can take work ethic, and you can apply it from one thing to the next. Mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I, I'm a, I'm, I, I'm a living, uh, proof of, I spent my life in athletics until the end of college. And then I didn't make it as a professional. So now I had a choice. What am I going to do now? My, now my athletic career, how I identified myself as an athlete was done. So now what, but what I did was I transferred work ethic. I took all that work ethic that I put into sports and I put it into reading. And, 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 and so it's the skill, it's the putting everything into that moment. And you've yeah. talked about it all the time, Ray, you talk about being so present and so fully involved in the moment. And when you do that, you prepare, Prepare for whatever obstacles will come your way. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know what happens on the football field and 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 and, and gridirons is going to happen. But I truly believe the difference of me and a lot of other guys was what what I did off the field is what I did in the classroom. Yes, it's, it's yeah, it's 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 all of the tangibles, man. That that really set me apart from from everybody else so when you say yes work ethic is found in everything right it's found in freaking everything it's yes. not you cheat one because one another one ain't realistic nah lisa let me tell you something chase it okay this is to anybody out there chase it chase it until you can't chase it anymore and then when you get real enough with yourself to see that you can't touch that then there's something else you've created by chasing that. So then chase that. Mm. So it's always going to be something next, man. So that's why I say hard work, 
work ethic, it, it, it's, it's, it's in all parts of life. It's not just sports. Mm-hmm. When you got dialed in that day to get everybody else dialed in, you're still doing it. And you got me dialed in. I'm fired up. I know everybody, <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody out there is fired up because I get, I love you and I'm with you all the time and I'm close with you and I get fired up every minute. I like fan, so. I like fan Friday, doc, because I want somebody, I want some young kid, I want some parent, I want some brother, I want some teammate to sit home and realize that nobody dictates how great you're going to be, but your willingness to commit to it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And And maybe the biggest question is, will Ray Lewis and Dr. Christian Conti ever be able to hold a 10-minute podcast? Probably not. (laughs) Not going to happen. And let me tell you, real reason ain't going to happen. When we pause, Doc, most of the time we got to take piss breaks. So we always... <laughs> I'm 43. I'm your I'm your elder. Don't be talking like that to your elders. That, that, that bladder week, Doc. We got to get. That. <laughs> hey, we got to wrap it up. I got to go. So, <laughs> hey, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate uh, your support, your questions. Uh, uh, we definitely uh, we feel profoundly impacted that we get to influence people. We hear from so many people throughout the world. So thank you so much. Yep. Hey, thank you for downloading the Tackling Life podcast. For more Tackling Life content, go to TacklingLifePodcast.com. You'll find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast sites, where you can subscribe and get two all-new episodes automatically downloaded every week. When you visit the Tackling Life website, you'll find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, where you can give us feedback, questions, ideas, and suggestions. You can also call us at 646-762-4432. We might play your message on the show. That's 646-762-4432. Hey, if you like this episode, please share it with a friend. This is gold. I mean, this is really genuine gold, honestly, to be able to hear some of the things that Ray is saying. It's gold, so please pass it on. Hey, until the next time, for the legend, Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Carter. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.